U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Daylight Time, 22 hours, 11 minutes, 30 seconds. Universal Time, 2 hours, 11 minutes, 35 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Daylight Time, 22 hours, 11 minutes, 35 seconds. Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by. Many kinds, where can we start? We like them dumb and we like them smart. I like the ones with the pretty eyes. Well, I like all kinds of guys. Stop. What happened? How about the ones we especially like? Which ones? You know, the ones with the cars and It is May 19th, 2022, and this is the Doctor Whoever Project. We're going to go over what we did over this past weekend, catch you up on some things you've missed, and let you know what you've got to see here on the Doctor Whoever Project. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the butt. This is Doctor Whoever. Hey, Doctor Whoever, let's get this show on the road. Boom. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Well, hello, Mr. Jesse over there today. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Welcome to our new clean studio with nice new curtains put up without blue painter's tape any longer. It's about time. And I found the computer charger. It's been a good day. I don't have to blame you for losing things anymore. I know. I was getting blamed for everything. It's never me. I did not. That's not true. I said, I was like, it's probably here. We'll find it. It just got mixed up in some junk. Sure. And there it is. We found it. Don't make yourself sound like you're rational. <laughs> well, let's talk about a little bit what we did this past weekend. We went to the HRC Gala at Caesars Palace. Is it Caesar or Caesars? Caesars. Caesars Vanessa, Palace. Yeah. It was. It was. It was a good time. It was a little long. I'm not going to lie, but I think it was partly because it was a 15 minute process just to get in in the door because of the. Um, I don't know, the process that the Caesars management made them go through with, uh, I don't know, I guess like checking everybody's COVID and the guy asked for our email on our phone at least two or three times and couldn't type on the screen. Oh, God. One of those <laughs> kind of things. You know how I don't tolerate things like that very well, Mr. Jesse. Patience is not one of your virtues. It's not. It's I mean, like, are you not prepared? Like, And we were there so early. I, I can just imagine what it was like for the people that came through 
later in the day and had to deal with that nonsense. But whatever, it was all right. Um, maybe, you know, it, you know what, what do we always say? It can only get better from here. <laughs> Let's hope. Let's hope. And I do want to talk a little bit about Young Thug at some point because that story really went um, at the end of the last show. That story kind of went a little off the rails, so I definitely want to do cover that at some point. But let's get into uh, let's get into the big stories of today. What was going on this past week? What can we catch you up on right here on the Doctor Whoever Project? Well, the monkeypox, Jesse. I guess that's the new thing everybody's to worry about. Have you, I'm sure you've heard of this. Yeah, yeah, I think you brought it to my attention. So the CDC has said that a Massachusetts man who has came back to his home country here in America from Canada has monkeypox. And I guess it's nothing terribly serious, but it looks really gross. And I bet if coronavirus made you look as gross as monkeypox does, people would be getting that vaccine. Don't you think, Mr. Jesse? <laughs> Yeah, I think if you like, you got bumps or something. Yeah, would, yeah. Think about it twice. Mm, nasty, nasty. Well, look out for that. Make sure you got all your vaccines because you never know. Um, let's talk about something a little bit more serious. It's no fun to talk about, but there was a mass shooting over. It wasn't even the weekend, right? Was it Friday into Saturday? Yeah, I don't know the exact day. I want to say it was over the weekend, but um, a 18 year old uh, Caucasian guy kid adult whatever you want you know 18 it's it's kind of a gray zone there um well he went into a grocery store tops grocery store chain um apparently i think tops was also subject to a shooting um a couple months ago i never heard of a tops grocery store chain that's why it popped up but um this kid adult whatever you want to call him peyton what's his last name gendron yeah, that's how it was. Peyton Gendron. Mm-hmm. Well, um, uh, he was indicted today by a special grand jury on 10 counts of murder. Um, do you want to play a little bit of the clip? Let's just play a little bit of these uh, top line clips so we know what's going on for the day. More than 24 hours after a gunman unleashed a barrage of bullets at people inside and outside a Buffalo supermarket. So here's what we know as we come on the air right now. Again, 13 people were shot at the Topps grocery store in Buffalo. Ten of those victims were killed. The other three who were shot were store employees. All of them were taken to the hospital and as of this morning, two have been discharged. The other is listed in stable condition. As for the suspect, police say it's 18-year-old Peyton Gendron of Conklin, New York. Police say he was wearing a camera and live streaming the shooting on social media. He was arraigned in Buffalo City Court on first-degree murder late last night, and his parents are cooperating with law enforcement. Police say they are investigating this as a racial... Like, being the parents of this kid, God, I mean, it's got to be terrible. But if, I mean, if you have this much hate that you're going to plan and do something like this... Do you, do you think it's something that the family might have, you know, these viewpoints as a whole and he just took it to another level? Or is he just, did he grow up in a very racially welcome family, do you think? And I think that's kind of what you haven't really said, but we're kind of alluding to now. Like, this was, you know, a mass shooting that, you know, specifically targeted 
this store because it's frequented by African Americans. Uh, he drove specifically to this area because it the high population of black people in this area and killed them because you know because they were black. So I mean, it's it's this whole this whole shooting period is is, is disgusting. Um, I I feel. You know, it's it's so sad that we're we're still seeing this in this country, mm-hmm. just shootings in general. But now we're you know we're seeing this whole thing t- targeting black communities because and by of kids. A lot of this voice. is a kid. I mean, I mean, you know, you haven't even gone that far in your life yet. Where is the hate coming from? Where that's what I what's I guess kind of the worry. It's like you know you're you've barely even lived your life yet, and you're already throwing it away because of this hatred towards these people. You don't even. Yeah, don't and, even know and a lot of lot of uh this is you know in the media has been said as you know uh replacement theory where this whole narrative that you know white people are being replaced by people of color uh in this country and it's it's kind of peddled a lot in in republican circles it's mm-hmm. it's peddled in fox news and it's it's time that you know these people are are starting to be held accountable for you know this this narrative that they're pushing out in this country because people are taking it seriously and you know people are like this like this kid who you know I don't know what his mental health status is um, but regardless are taking you know a lot of this narrative seriously and and these poor innocent people are being targeted and killed mm-hmm. and it's just disgusting how the African American community in this country for so long has been targeted for for such hate. For, for not doing anything but existing, trying to survive, trying to take care of their families, trying to live this American dream that they're promised, and yet they're still being targeted. And it's 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 really it's sad that you know any media, any reputable media company would would push a narrative that that harms a community that has already suffered so much, um, and that we haven't even dealt with the issues from the past that. And then adding this onto a narrative of, of hate is just, I don't know, it's just, honestly, it's really disturbing and it's it needs to stop. And people that, that peddle that kind of information need to be held accountable for stuff that happens like this. I agree. I yes. mean, and this is kind of going in the right direction. They're parading this guy and they're acting quickly. But, you know, Victor Blackwell, one of the CNN guys, he broke down in tears the other day interviewing some of these family members and... They were saying, you know, this is it's enough is enough prayers and and what could we do? What could we not do? It's time to do some real things. And if this kid really did threaten someone at his school and nothing was done about it, that's a problem. There were steps missed and we make we miss steps all the time. That's that's what happens. But you should look at it and see what could we do better next time? Because you can't fix this. This is done. It's done. This kid's life is ruined. His family's life is ruined. All these people are dead. Hopefully their family will be able to pick up the pieces and move on as, as much as they can. But, you know, so many lives are destroyed just because one person doesn't like someone else that has nothing to do with them. But they're told that this is the problem in your world. All those things that are going wrong with you and your life, it's those mean black people and those dirty Mexicans and those stingy Asians or whatever. Insert your stereotype. And some people are just mentally defective enough that they can't process that. And they it's like they have to take action. And this kid planned it. I mean, the more I heard today, like he went to the store multiple times, scouted it out, had a live, camera. Live streamed it. Live streamed it. Like, you know. What are you going to do about things like that? 
but you, what you don't do is sit on your hands and say, hey, that's it. You can't do anything about it at all. You look and you see the things you can fix and you go from there. You know, what, what can be done is these are type of assault weapons that are being used mm-hmm. in our neighborhoods. They need there, there needs to be something about they need to ban these assault weapons. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're not talking about, you know, people not having to arm themselves and you know, the their amendment rights being taken away. It has nothing to do with that. We're talking about weapons that are made for war in our communities, killing American people, you know, killing, killing kids in school. Mm-hmm. I mean, the level, if I don't understand how people just are an outrage, like how many people need to be shot dead while they go get groceries or when you, when you drop your kid at school and you, you when are Americans going to feel safe? Um, at some point, lawmakers, and I'm not talking about Democrats anymore. I mean, we can't just generalize and say, no. you know, Democrats need to do this because that's that's bullshit. The bullet doesn't I mean, discriminate. The people, the people that need to be held accountable are Republicans. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just plain and simple. And and I'm not being you know pro Democrat on here. I'm calling it how it is. When some and, crazy know, person goes and starts to shoot, the bullet doesn't discriminate whether you're red or you're the elephant or the donkey or the red or the blue. It yeah, doesn't care. Yeah, I mean, because, you're going to get shot. And and someone pointed out to me today that, you know, with, you know, all this, you know, talk with Roe v. Wade that's happened. And today when, you know, the Congress tried to pass, you know, funding for, you know, you know, baby formula, which is huge, huge mm-hmm. top of conversation. And they were trying to pass funding. How many I'd say a hundred and something Republicans voted no to funding, you know, this emergency funding for baby formula. So you're pro-life. And you you want these people to have babies, but you're not willing to to take some um, emergency funding to make sure the babies are fed. Like the, the hypocrisies is is mind boggling. We got all kinds of hypocrisy. Yeah, it's mind boggling. You know what I mean? We're but, a full show today, super sized shit show, full hey, of getting, hypocrisy. You're my, my blood pressure is already high, and the, and the show's just started. <laughs> well, let's get even higher because subpoenas have been issued for. I think six members of the Republican Party for the January 6th committee. And Jesse, guess what? What's that? The first day that they are going to be debuting, I guess, the evidence is my half birthday. My half birthday. I will be celebrating my half birthday uh, watching this coverage of the January 6th committee as they subpoena these uh, members. There's no reason to even go over the names. If you watch, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. And you need to learn, people. Let's talk a little bit about the Pennsylvania Senate race that happened last night but is not yet decided. Um, We have that John Fetterman guy who was all over the news during the the time when Trump was trying to claim the election was fraudulent and all this stuff. And he was, um, wasn't he the, what was he, the lieutenant governor, right? Yeah. I think he was a lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania. And now he just won the Democratic nomination for Senate, right? Mm -hmm. And he will be going up against either Dr. Oz... Yep, yep. Or some other guy that's a hedge fund guy, but they're saying that this guy's pretty much, you know, a very loved guy. So hopefully, hopefully that's one on the blue side for us. You know, we'll see. We shall see with that. But um, you know, you go you go to a positive to a negative, kind of to a positive because in California there was a shooting as well, Mister Jesse. Um, have, I'm sure you've heard about this shooting in California at the church. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like you're like when people talk about mass shootings, I'm like. Which one are you talking about? I mean, about? it used I mean, to be not like that. I mean, I was in a shooting in college. When I was in college, I was like, I think junior, senior year, um, there was an altercation in a bar, 
and um, this this group of uh, African American guys left, went in their car, I guess, got guns, stayed in the car, and did a drive-by shot, and two people actually ended up dying. I, I felt a bullet go by my leg. I saw the sh the the um, bullet hole in like the glass the next day, right where I was standing. I like ran inside and opened the back door and told the girl that was running the door that I knew to like not let anybody, you know, let not let anybody out and put everybody out the back door. It was just chaos. And that was back in like 20, like 2008. I mean, this is, it, it's happening more and more and more. If it happens in a small little town like where I went to college in North Carolina, it seems like it happens more in small little towns. Don't you, don't you think? I mean, I think it varies. I, I feel think like it it's everywhere. I guess maybe, maybe it's, it's what it is. It's like I think no, it no doesn't discriminate. No city or town is immune to it. Well, you know, I, I feel like this one shocked me in Laguna, Laguna Woods, California. Did that shock you? I mean, Orange County. No, not not. Oh, I see, mean, to me, it kind of shocked me that it was like an Asian I mean, on Asian crime here. Well, I mean, um, you you don't, you can't really say like any community's um, safe anymore. We had the biggest you know shooting here in Vegas. Um, so that's true. I mean, what is safe anymore? Hmm. And that was at a country music festival. Well, apparently in Laguna Woods, California, a uh, Asian man in his fifties came in and started shooting, but the other Asian American parishioners were able to hogtie him and subdue him until the police came, Mr. Jesse. We're good. Good. Four or five people were wounded and, um, several had gunshots um, but that one turned out to be a little bit better. No, they killed. One person was, was killed. One person was killed, maybe. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's no good when anybody's dead. That's the thing. It's sad now to say, like, okay, well, that was a good one because only one person killed. Yeah, one killed, five injured. Uh, it's just, you you can't go anywhere now. And, and that's not even, that was pe someone against their own people. You know what I mean? Hmm. Well... You know who stays together and sticks together? The gays, Mr. Jesse. Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen! Yeah! LGBTQ plus news making headlines. Stand clear. There will be glitter. And yes, there will be lots of glitter here in Las Vegas coming up really soon because this is EDC here in Las Vegas. It's very popular for the... Uh, the gays, the L's, the G's, the B's, the Q's, and all the pluses that love that, that as well. But they're saying you need to be careful because it is a hot. It is 101. It was 101 today. What is it now? It's 96 now at 7.30 p.m. A nice, cool 96. <laughs> oh, God. So the Las Vegas Motor Speedway is about to be home of EDC. Are you excited about this, Jesse? Are you excited to see all these people show up? I mean, it's good for money around yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, it's good for the economy. Me personally, I'm not crazy excited about EDC. Do you know how many people they say show up? How many? A hundred and seventy thousand people. Wow, that's a lot. Can that even hold that many people? I guess they probably like um, take it out to like the parking lot and everything. I saw like a, a screenshot of what it looked like and. To be honest, all the names were like so stupid. It was like Drip Village, and I had such silly names. I was like, I'm not even gonna read this on the radio. <laughs> but it looks fun for people like that that like that. I hope you enjoy it. Um, something else that I know Mr. Jesse enjoyed that uh, we just watched recently is that uh, we enjoyed. We enjoyed finally. Waiting for you. Oh, is it the secret boyfriend or the straight boy crush? I speak in gray to match the shade on the inside of my brain. So this is Heartstopper, uh, the queer love story on Netflix that I didn't think I would enjoy, but it was very good. It was cute. It was. 
I don't know. It just kind of it didn't feel like it was overly forced. Um, After two episodes, you didn't want to turn it off. That's true. Like, it was good. You sure you don't want to change it? Oh no, we could watch another episode. It was adorable. Uh-huh. I thought it was gonna be more cartoony because of like the cartoon kind of effects they show, but it's it's really minimal. That it's more of like a I think Thirteen Reasons meets. Was that I am Sam or I love you Sam or I love you uh, Simon or whatever? Yeah, I love Simon. I love Simon. Yeah, it was pretty good though. I enjoyed it. And um, have you heard about this new song, Jesse? By Kendrick? Yeah. Do you yeah, know about this? Of course. Oh, you know about this song? Let's see. Let's play it. So Ken Le- Kendrick Lamar has came out with a. Uh, I guess Kendrick Lamar has came out with a new song. I'll let you take this one, Mr. Jesse. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I think it's called Anti Diaries. It's, it's Auntie Diaries. Excuse me, Auntie Diaries. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, talking about his journey in accepting his trans family members. Yeah, so, so fans have praised Kendrick Lamar, who I think is absolutely amazing, uh, on his new track, Auntie Diaries, in which he discusses his journey in accepting his trans family members. You know, taking from his new album, Mr. Morales and the Big Stepper, Kendrick Lamar definitely breaking down some of the the transphobic, uh, you know, issues and and and, and words that take place in hip hop community. It hasn't always been, a, although it's you know predominantly African American, you know, music people that rap. It, it hasn't always been inclusive to. Uh, members of the LGBT community, so it's still groundbreaking for Kendrick Lamar, who is you know A-list on on hip hop, uh, to actually take this stance and you know speak about you know how regular it is to have someone that you know is trans in your family. Well, that's good. Congratulations. Good job. It actually sounds like a kind of a good song. Um, and then two other shows that we should be watching. We have that um, Bros TV show. It's going to be coming out. Billy, what's his last name? Billy Exner. Yeah, that guy. Um, he's pretty funny. I like that guy. That I haven't watched the trailer. We'll watch it later at some point. See how that is. So we'll keep you up on Bros and also the Queer as Folk reboot on the cock. Of course, the peacock. <laughs> Where else would they put that, Jesse? Only, and, only there. Only there on the cock, of course. But then, of course, Brittany Griner, she is still in detention in Russia. Um, Trevor Reed, that's his name, right? Trevor Reed? Mm-hmm. He's going to be doing a uh, tell-all with Jake Tapper, I think, coming up here in a couple of days. And I, I really want to watch that. I think that's going to be very fascinating. Um, she's there for another month at least. But he said he's going to be fighting for release of anyone there, and especially her. And he's going to make a point to be out there and telling his story and sharing hers at the same time. Love it. All right, Mr. Jesse. You want to get to the news? Yeah, but also uh, Kendrick Lamar has said that he will be making a stop on his tour here in Vegas this fall. Oh, yeah, that's right. I heard he, like, maybe shot part of his music video here or something. I don't know if that's accurate or not. Or maybe he's doing something here with part of the music video. Possibly. We will keep you updated on that. Let's get into the new, new news, Mr. Jesse. How about that? Let's go. All right, let's get into the new, new news you need to know right here on the Doctor Whoever Project. Hey, everybody, come on in. Tell me, what's the news? Good news. All right, well, it is not good news for, um, who's that rapper we were talking about yesterday? 
What was that? Who's that rapper we were talking about yesterday? Young Thug? Oh, yes, Young Thug. Okay, Jesse, this is serious. Like, apparently, we heard it right. He he and his group are responsible for, like, 80% of the crime in the, like, major Atlanta area, I think is what it is. It's a huge area. No, well, at least that's what he's getting accused of. Well, they're, so, um, they're using his own rhymes against him, Jesse. I mean, uh, I feel iffy about that. You know, I mean, who's to say what is actual... What is being braggadocious and what is actually True. really lived, you know, I mean... And, like, can't you say, diary. like, your own freedom, like, your own freedom of speech? It's telling a story, a satire, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you can take a rap lyric. It's like a poem, basically, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Well, we'll see what goes on with that, because that is seems like it's going to be a serious case, and... Um, yeah, so, you know, I mean, apparently, you know, spread throughout 88 pages of the indictment, uh, among accusations of felony drug possession uh, with the intent to sell, um, robbery, murder, mm. are details from Young Thugs and Gunna's music video, lyrics cited as evidence um, of their alleged guilt in association with the Bloods-affiliated gang Young Slim Life, or YSL. So we'll kind of see Young how this plays Slim out, but Life. they've used they've used kind of the same method of how you know they treated... The, the mafia back in the days and they they charge them with racketeering mm, racketeering um, mm-hmm. so, I, so i'm not i don't I, even know what I racketeering know. I really, is i haven't really done too much to kind of like dig into this whole thing but they've used the rico oh. act against him it just came um, out yeah it's all brand new i mean it, it'll be a big story though if i mean it would be bigger if there wasn't so much other craziness in the news right now mm-hmm. like this one jesse thousands in the u.s march ban off our bodies um, I know you saw some of this. It was here, Chicago, D.C., um, all over the place. Let's play a little clip. As we give you a live, thousands of pro-abortion rights advocates are taking to city streets. As we give you a live look at Chicago, where demonstrations are well underway, the demonstrations are titled Ban Off Our Bodies, and they come after the Senate failed to codify Roe v. Wade into law on Wednesday. So are these going to be also continuing, today, or is this something that happened maybe once, and that's it? Or is this... Do you think this is a continuation of something that's going to stay throughout November and um, be a part of be a part I mean, of kind of our life now, like George Floyd was? I mean, we're going to have a ruling from the Supreme Court uh, before the November, November elections. So, depending upon how that ruling stands, yeah, this I think that's only a glimpse of what you know the momentum from you know women losing their right to choose is mm-hmm. going to be if. It turns out the Supreme Court does, you know, seem to rule how you know, the leak, you know, wording came out. It's going to be bigger than what we're seeing now. Mm. When it's official, you think people are really going to be like, it, it's not even official and people are acting like this. So you think when it's official, it's going to be shit's going to hit the fan. People are going to lose oh, it. Uh, completely. I mean, women have, most women have never lived without not having the rights to over their reproductive system yeah, and I mean, their bodies. So, I mean, this mm. is something that we haven't seen before. It's a unique so, time, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, if if I was a woman, or even if I'm not, I, I support women. That we're people are pissed. You know what I mean? I mean, too. Like, like yeah, for guys, they're always like, I don't want to pay that child support. You know? So it's like, yeah. I mean, this is a good way to not pay child support. I mean, it's it's their bodies. It's their well, decision. Speaking of babies, that judge signed off on an order to restart the pharmaceutical plant that makes baby formula. So I guess that's going to be getting back on but that's just another nail in the coffin for good old joe good old joe biden um he can't win he can't win but again it just shows us here that the president doesn't really 
do that much. They come in and they try to like do the best they can with the deck they're given. And if they have a shitty deck because we're a country that doesn't prepare, we wait for a problem, then react. Man, then that's that's all you can do, and you can react in the best way that you can at the at the given time with the given resources, and nobody likes it, but that's just reality. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, Nebraska and Oklahoma, they are ready to take away abortion, and I think they pretty much are just already have the laws right. As soon as it, as soon as the decision is made by the Supreme Court, it's kind of like we're we're coming in and we're um we're changing everything the way it's been forever. Is that is that right? I mean, I think Oklahoma today just passed something and it's waiting on, you know, for the governor's signature. Um, and he said he that, would sign it, obviously. Yeah, it says you can't have an abortion after conception. Which is? Which is immediate, right? That's how which I, is I, would like, as, I would assume. Yeah, I, didn't, assume it's, I didn't read the, the actual law. So ba- basically it's not even, you might as well just say you can't have it at all, right? I mean, yeah, and that's pretty much what states are kind of moving towards. It's hmm. just none, none at all. A blanket no abortion policy. Hmm. And moving on to Russia, Putin says this new military infrastructure with Sweden and Finland would demand swift action. Um, but I've seen most people and most experts are like, eh, you know, that ship has sailed. Um, it's still something to worry about, but there's a lot more benefits to, to it than worrying about what Vladimir Putin might do. Your thoughts? I mean, I think that Putin's kind of put him in this situation to where you're actually having Finland and Sweden really consider um, joining NATO. And they've never been one to, you know, to interject themselves in any kind of policy or, or felt that they needed the protection. But after what Putin did in Ukraine, these countries that are sharing a border with Russia have really second guessed whether or not they should be in NATO. And this, this whole war has, has shown them that, you know, Russia is not a stable country you can't you can't view them as a rational acting uh nation with vladimir putin in control and i think that finland and sweden taking this position of joining nato really puts them in a position where they have some type of comfort they have all these you know countries backing them up Mm -hmm. at this point if i was finland or sweden i'd be like yeah we'll do what you're gonna do you know what i mean because if they're put in a situation where they get invaded they have no there's no way of supporting themselves against a russian military they've already seen what happened to ukraine they're like well what what's the what's the worst that could happen i mean we, well that's we, the thing yeah. no one ever thought that russia would do what they're doing to ukraine unprovoked and this makes people second guess you're like mm-hmm. well maybe we're not safe and mm-hmm. why why take the chance mm-hmm. well who's to say what's going to piss him off or what he sees as vital to his you know his country growing and that that could be you next on the chopping block mm-hmm did you hear about this doggy, Mr. Jesse? Which one? So I know we have a dog that sleeps in our bed every once in a while, but this dog, random dog, broke into a Tennessee couple's home and just got in their bed and started cuddling with them. A big dog, too. It you sounds see like this? something our dog would do. It does sound like something Mr. Odie Monster would do. Nah, I wouldn't know it if it was this big dog. It's like a giant dog. <laughs> And then the White House, they released some plans finally to help boost this housing supply that we desperately need around here. I know that here locally, um, there's a union that is trying to um, pass a law to maximize rental increases at like 5% or something that tags better with um, tags along better with the amount people are paid or the standards in living. So, you know, progress moves slow, right, Jesse? It's, it's very Everybody strange. thinks everything's going to be like TikTok and Facebook and boom, boom, boom. You know, you keep scrolling and you find something you like. It's 
You know, it's not how it works. You know, you gotta you gotta vote the right people in and hope they make the right decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Oregon, somebody did not like this mayor, Jesse, because this mayor in Oregon, he went missing one year ago, and then three days ago, his body was found submerged in like a river or a lake. Why are you laughing? <laughs> because I'm just, it's, like, it's creepy, right? Like, you know, it's somebody would really go after somebody for like, for a mayor, for a mayorship, or mayor, mayor. Why not? We're, we're having people thought. killed for just being a certain skin color. That's true. Why? Why? Crazy. Why be surprised over someone that's killed for actually hmm. doing something? It <laughs> is crazy pants, and something else is crazy pants right now. Well, unless you've been living under a rock or. You have, uh, under a rock, you've, uh, you haven't missed Elon Musk Twitter. He's bought Twitter. He's not buying Twitter. He's investigating Twitter. Now Twitter doesn't want to sell it to them, and now he can't go back on it. I don't even know what's happening with this. This is nonsense, but apparently Elon Musk is regretting his decision to buy Twitter. Um, is that what you glee from all this, you know, yeah, so apparently, random nonsense? Apparently he decides to buy Twitter, and then he figured that... Twitter wasn't as worth worth as much as the valuation he because of fake accounts it for forty four billion. So this so he said that their Twitter had so many spam bot accounts like that it didn't you know hold the value and that Twitter needed to deal with the spam bot issue before he would purchase it. Some people saw it as a way of getting a reduced price for what he was going to pay for Twitter, but now some people are just thinking he doesn't really have the money or has the interest to buy Twitter and this was a publicity stunt which is very normal for for Elon Musk so the whole thing is just a cluster right of of mess at least people are talking about Twitter bad again publicity for him his Tesla stock has gone down they removed him from so, the S&P 500 did you hear that no i did not Tesla was removed from the S&P 500 i think a day or two ago so i don't yep. i don't think this has worked to exactly how he planned it out Mm-mm, i don't either well, something that is kind of working out for a lot of people, that housing market, it went way, 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 way up, but now it is starting to come down a little bit, um, which is good because things cannot keep going up forever. That's how you get problems. So the the housing market finally, after, God, what, like two years, yeah. has um, somewhat stabilized in most of the primary and secondary markets across the country. Um, I was actually reading a list of some of the most overvalued um cities and like some of them are like uh idaho and stuff so like all those stories you're hearing about people moving to idaho apparently it's way overvalued there because it's they're saying those people are moving there but not really going to stay and it was kind of like this weird boom and that's not sustainable i don't know we'll see what happens with that that'd be a fun list to go through see which ones i know on the las vegas area henderson las vegas area is Mm -hmm. number 25 Okay. The, the number 25 but um some of them were such small little markets that it was like i don't know if it would really be that interesting for people because i didn't know if everybody would even know what some of the cities were yeah yeah for sure for sure <laughs> but overall it wasn't like major places it was like small places in florida some small places in north carolina like those places we heard about they were kind of booming and they they did boom but now it's kind of that's it like people are there and they're like okay now what <laughs> But if you're in Vegas, there's plenty to do, right, Mr. Jesse? Too much to do. Look out Las Vegas.
All right, just to get a little bit more in depth on that uh, little story we were talking about about the union, a union doing something that I didn't know unions did, Jesse. Um, the culinary union here in Southern Nevada, one of the most powerful forces, they're stepping in to fight the skyrocketing rent costs. Uh, culinary union, Local 226, um, they held a news conference at their headquarters this past Wednesday um, saying that they want a ordinance here in North Las Vegas. So this is for North Las Vegas on the ballot in November. Capping the annual increase for rentals at 5% annually. And there's some other little caveats in there, but, you know, that's kind of the gist of it. Uh, and that might not be the, the worst thing to happen. Um, I, I, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But it's interesting to see, like, a union taking that step, I think. I mean, the Culinary Union 226 is the biggest and biggest and most powerful union here in uh, Nevada. Nice. And they represent, you know, the, the workers that work on the Strip. Um, they are strong advocates of supporting their members. And, you know, it's very difficult to have a strong work, uh, workforce when they can't afford the housing. So it, this is a, it's a double-edged sword. When you can't have people that can't afford housing, you start to build a huge or larger uh, shortage of labor. So I think, I mean, I, I haven't looked at the plan, completely mm-hmm. honest with you, but... I think they're on the right track, that there needs to be something done because we're, we're hearing stories of people's rent going up $500 after yeah. their lease is over, and it's just not sustainable, and it's also not fair to these people that are looking for, you know, rent, you know, economical rent possibilities that, that really fit their pay, uh, paycheck, mm-hmm. and I mean, the local 226 is really, you know, put themselves out there and, and demanding some kind of change take place. Yeah, because in Las Vegas, home prices set another new record, but sales are falling. So that just shows you that there's a high demand there, but there's not enough properties, which leads to skyrocketing prices, which lead to disruptions in the system. So it's kind of a good thing overall just to have everybody somewhat playing on the same in the same ballpark, at least. You know what I mean? You might not be on the same team, but you're at least in the same ballpark. Yeah, there's definitely some some gouging of prices going on. Oh yeah, and, you know, and this article says we've seen folks with three hundred to five hundred dollar increases in rent over a year. Um, that's from the president Papa George, uh, and some of it's you know thirty to forty percent, depending on whether it's a one bedroom or two bedroom apartment. And it, that's not inflation, you know. I mean, inflation doesn't go up that much. Mm-mm. This is just it's it's price gouging, and it's clearly you know I mean people taking advantage of a situation where people are struggling and And like more people move in and out and like when you have so many people moving in and out all the time that does increase competition because somebody's always going to want that las vegas dream and come here for a new job and they'll pay the extra hundred dollars and well next time somebody's gonna pay an extra two hundred dollars and next time it's an extra five hundred dollars and like where does it end you know yeah so it also said that culinary officials said that the top 10 apartment owners in nevada own 26.4 percent of the total available units you know, mm. citing Westland uh, Real Estate as the largest owner in Nevada. And Westland is based in Southern California. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, so this is this is something that, you know, it, these people own a large portion of the rental properties here in Southern Nevada. And it's something that does need to be addressed because it, it's ridiculous. 
And when the corporations control everything, and then you all these silly fees for everything, for every stupid application, and remember the silly thing? It's like everybody in the apartment has to pay an application fee. Like, what kind of bullshit is that? Like, that's stuff they need to be going after, too. Mm-hmm. Well, we might have a new fancy apartment building going up in the Las Vegas area because a crappy little apartment building that we used to see as an eyesore all the time called the Palm Apartments has been sold for $33 million. Wow. We're always going by those little crappy places be like, why doesn't somebody buy this? Why doesn't somebody buy this? Well, it looks like somebody did, and that's going to be a nice high-rise with probably some shops underneath. And that's not the only thing getting renovated. Cowabunga, Cowabunga Canyon. I don't know why I want to say Cowabunga Bay so bad. Cowabunga Canyon. Cowabunga. Cowabunga Canyon gets a multi-million dollar improvements. I want to go to this water park. It looks fun, Mr. Jesse. Yeah, so summer right around the corner, a newly renamed water park in Las Vegas is returning with a splash. I am ready. So Cal Bunyan King, previously known as Wet and Wild, went through a multi-million dollar improvement program this offseason, creating a fresh new look for locals to enjoy. Good job. People, like, because people almost expect, I think, now coming out of the pandemic, like, they're like, damn, you had two years to shut down. I better come back to everything and it'd be sparkling everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're looking for a new airline, Breeze Airways is bringing nonstop flights to and from Vegas. And one of them is going to Charleston, South Carolina, Mr. Jesse. Oh, hey. We might have to get down there. So Breeze Airways, that was? This is Breeze Airways, yeah. Okay. So um, they're going to be flying to low a uh, low fare airline based in utah is ramping up their non-stop flights out of las vegas with nine u.s destinations starting with this travel season in june 9th to richmond and then it keeps going we got syracuse fort myers huntsville alabama charleston winchester new york jacksonville florida quite a few places and they're they're like bringing them on slowly but i'm sure other places will be added and it was saying it's gonna be like 29 dollar flights to go to new york that's what it's showing one way so it's one way though so i mean whatever do they fly back (laughs) of course they do (laughs) it used to be um apparently this is going to be similar to another allegiant airline Okay. We've flown Allegiant before. The one that owns, you know, the Raider Stadium. Oh, well, that makes sense then. Well, speaking of sports around here, we got a sports news, Las Vegas news. They, uh, The Knights, the hockey team, they fired their coach, apparently, after they missed the playoffs for the first time. I heard about that. So that guy's gone. And then the Cosmopolitan, they gave their workers all a $5,000 bonus. Did you hear about this? I did. You told me about it, actually. We haven't talked about it on the show yet, have we? Uh, nope. I'm almost having like a a deja Deja vu. vu? Have we already done this? (laughs) Because the gaming regulators here have paved the way for Cosmopolitan to now be part of MGM. Yep, yep. So if you're an MGM Rewards member, Cosmopolitan is now part of your portfolio. And to thank all their workers, the company that owned the Cosmo invited them all out five thousand four hundred workers and gave them all a five thousand dollar bonus so good job here in las vegas and from a good story to a bad story right up the street mr jesse i think this is right near where we live here in north las vegas a uh, bicyclist was killed at 8 22 a.m while uh bicycling around here that's not too far from us that's actually uh trying to look at that trying to blow up that picture i was too 
It says the roads, but um, Doral, D-O-R-R-E-L-L. I didn't recognize the streets, but I think they're probably Dorel. little small streets or something. I think that's might be where the area where my dad lives. Oh, that's actually. over there. Okay, I thought it looked yeah. familiar. You know, because like just yesterday, I went for a little skate, and some old lady honked her horn at me, and I had to smack the back of her car and uh, educate her on pedestrian rights. And then she's like, "I'm calling the police." And I said, you go ahead, ma'am. You have a nice day. You call them police and tell them you about ran me over. See what they say. I mean, this, you know, people would be surprised how um, how many parks and how pedestrian friendly mm-hmm. uh, North Las Vegas is. People that are in vehicles, they need to remember be that careful. when people are on bicycles, people are on skates, you know, Walking, people are out jogging, people are running. Whatever. You need to be very cautious about you know their safety and you go out of your way to make sure that people are able to Mm -hmm. ride their bikes skate safely in the communities they live in because you know stories like this it's very sad because like stuff Mm -hmm. like this doesn't need to happen and people need to remember you're in a car you can easily go around a biker right. or a skater. Or wait. Or you can wait your 30 turn seconds. in your air conditioning. Right. Be patient. This is a community where, you know, we want people to be happy and use the parks and the recreation. We want kids to be safe. And you need to be very cautious about that. And let's let's treat let's treat our, you know, people that are enjoying the summer out there with for some respect and safety. And the worst part was she was driving from her job, which I you could see where she worked from like the neighborhood. It's literally like one street over. It's just how lazy she was. Mm, lazy. Well, three people were also hurt here at Las Vegas at that music festival. Lovers and friends. Uh, there wasn't a gunshot, but there was a fear of a gunshot. And um, I guess people just kind of rushed and there was a mob. Did you hear anything about this from anybody you know that was there? So I had a friend that went to Sunday's event, so they missed Saturday's event. But it is true that someone apparently said that there was a weapon and that there was shooting. So people fled mm. the Lovers and Friends Festival. And no one obviously was hurt, was shot because there wasn't a gun at the event. But, you know, I mean, if someone yells gun at a festival people, nowadays, yeah. everybody just assumes that th- oh, there's yeah. going to be. So three people were hurt um, in the stampede of people mm. trying to, to flee for an alleged for their alleged safety. Um, so it, it's sad. I mean, but I don't know. I don't know who who saw something or thought they saw something. But, you know, we definitely live in one of those times where, I mean, if someone says gun, I'm probably going to run too. So, yeah, seriously. You know me, anytime I'm somewhere, I'm looking around, keeping my eye out for craziness because crazy people be everywhere. All right. Oh, you okay there? (laughs) Sorry, I need some Pepsi. (laughs) It's Earth. Let's get to the Earth segment. I'm just choking on this gum I have in my mouth. My allergies are still killing me. The earth is trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. You try to kill it first, that's why. <laughs> Hope my little lizard's still alive out there after they sprayed today. What up, world? It's your boy. Just one of the guys down here. Well, I could be more specific. Uh, I'm a human. And I uh, just wanted to, you know, for the sake of all of us earthlings out there, just wanted to say... So my little lizard friend, I hope he survived the pest control people today. We'll see. <laughs> I'll just see if I see so. his, his little lizard corpse. I'll be so sad. Well, in other news, Earth-related, they're growing plants in soil from the moon, Jesse. Because once we that, ruin so. everything, we're going to need, I guess, to like grow everything up there now. Is yeah, that what so it is? researchers used a small sample obtained from Apollo 11, 12, and 17's mission, but they didn't really have too much soil. 
Uh, so they were able to actually use a little bit of soil that came back and they were able to actually plant something for the first time ever. Yeah, what is it? Like a little bean sprout? It looks kind of cool. Yeah, so apparently the University of Florida researchers had only 12 grams of lunar roglith, is what they said to work hmm. with. And yeah, they, they grew something. I'm not quite sure exactly what the plant was. Hey, well, at least it's a plant. But the fact that it's actually growing, yeah, I mean, is is it's a good sign. Well, good. Good job, science. And bad job, United States Postal Service. Because they ordered 40,000 gas-guzzling trucks. Those ugly white things, like... Like, what a bad example for our country that they're sending all these trucks around to burn fuel in these bright-ass white trucks where it's just like, yeah, you know, we don't care. You know what I mean? It's just like, why? Yeah, Act like so, you care a little bit. So apparently this has sparked complete outrage, and there's also congressional inquiry. So these 40,000 gas-powered trucks only get 8.6 miles per gallon. I'm going to repeat 8.6 miles per gallon for a vehicle that is meant to drive around all day delivering mail. Mm. This is ridiculous. This makes no sense. Like when did um, when, when did they decide this? Like in the 1950s did they come up with this contract? Like why don't they have a contract with like General Motors or why doesn't Volkswagen or somebody donate some cars as like a advertisement or something? Like I don't know. It's just this it seems like there's we can't figure out a better way to deliver the stupid-ass mail that nobody even wants. Well, because we just saw with the infrastructure bill that they're building these huge machines to suck up carbon out of mm-hmm, the air. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to go put 40,000 of these gas-guggling mm-hmm. you know, post office vehicles right back on the road mm-hmm. when you could easily get an electric vehicle fleet. You know, because we have obviously the technology is there. The money is obviously there because you're purchasing new vehicles. What is the matter? You know what I mean? Hmm. Well, that's not the only problem. Fires are everywhere. I got a warning on my on the uh, on the uh, a thing over here uh, about a fire watch a couple of days ago here in Las Vegas. And an article I was reading recently was talking about the states that are at the uh, highest risk for fire. Do you know what the number three most at risk state is? Which one is it? I see from this article it's Florida. It says Florida has. The third largest numbers of properties at risk for fire, apparently. Wow. After California and Texas. Like, I wouldn't think that would be the case, would you? Yeah. Well, I mean, Florida, because it rained so much, it was kind of odd. Uh, California, that's an obvious one. Yeah. I would think but, here, but I guess because But here, I mean, what's going to What's going to burn, yeah. I mean, unless the fire is starting in someone's home and spreads, there's really no trees or brush or... Even when you're, if you're brushed against, if you're up tucked against the mountain, it's dirt on the it's mountain. All dirt, it's yeah. not like it's a stone you know, can burn. It's not like it's dry vegetation. There. It's only it's a good thing about our. Nothing uh, is dirt. That's only a good thing about our area. <laughs> We're if we just could get some water around here. <laughs> well, um, if you want to live real life Game of Thrones, just search your yard. This Kansas man found a mythical axe made with a root. And it's almost like the size of his forearm. Do you see this thing? It looks pretty cool, I right? See that, yeah. Um, so he was just kind of, you know, tilling around. Name is Matthew, just some normal looking guy. And obviously he's into like that kind of stuff because he picks it up. And the first thing he thinks is like, it's right out of the Marvel universe. <laughs> I want to, I'm trying to see if I remember the date. There's been so many really weird artifacts lately that have popped up. 
Like, I'm not sure if they dated this one or not. Yeah, but apparently there there had been heavy rain and windstorm for a couple of uh, for the couple and was racing to get inside their Kansas home when Decker, the guy's name, spotted this particular looking axe in his front <laughs> so lawn. And uh, yeah, this is pretty interesting. It says, uh, the root appears to be growing in a way that one would expect it would, giving obstacles that axe heads in its way. So it's like, I think it's saying like, they made the root like grow around the axe or something. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So like, they had the root grow around the axe to hold it there, so it's actually held in by the actual natural growth of the root. It's pretty fascinating. It's pretty crazy. Wouldn't even think about doing something like that. And then I know you know this next uh, story. You were just talking about it. Um, this announcement about the carbon dioxide sucking vacuum cleaners or whatever. Yeah, but why? Why well, just don't just don't let United States Postal Service have those that fleet? Why don't of you just cars? like put them on the tops of the Postal Service trucks so they can like suck out the carbon CO two as it's being produced right then? No, is that the way to do it? Yeah, but apparently you know. <laughs> The U.S. Department of Energy is announcing its massive investment in direct air carbon removal projects in hope of kickstarting industry that energy experts say it's critical to getting the country's planet uh, warming emissions under control. So basically, the direct air carbon removal projects are giant vacuum cleaners that suck planet warming carbon dioxide out of the air and lock it away. Well, good. I mean, that's the key is to just kind of fix. The key is to fix what we've done and try not to do any other harm. Yeah, but my, but my you still thing have to is, fix what we've done. Yeah, but my thing is, like, you're... So, obviously, the government is planning to remove carbon. Yeah, mm-hmm. at the same time, the government has purchased vehicles that are going to emit, you know, mm-hmm. carbon. And they only like, get... Like, what's the reason? They get like, less than nine miles per gallon. Do, like, does a post so, office truck have to look that way and that ugly? Like, I don't want to... Like, UPS trucks and Amazon trucks are electric now. Like, this makes zero sense. Why can't they Why can't they use a test... I mean, a, a Prius or yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, anything. Any, anything that's more fuel efficient. Because they're all talking about, like, oh, we want to use, like, American-made. And, whoa, we're trying to get all these car manufacturers to make electric. Well, yeah, let's they, go. Chevy Leaf came out a long time ago. See, that uh, seems like Tesla's something. An, Tesla's an American car. Yeah. I mean, you do some kind of joint, the, the Chevy Volt joint relationship to where one of these car manufacturers can develop these cars for governments because, I mean, we need to get this under control. You see electric buses and stuff like that all the time. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get there. How about some sports, Mr. Jesse? Let's go. Let's get some sports You've news today. You've got to learn to be able to put the ball in your hands. Your hands are what makes it possible. Your shoulder pads are hard and stiff. You know, we had a goal and we had a dream. It's a pretty special feeling. It's a dream come true. And it is uh, a whole thing. <laughs> that's that's kind of that's kind of gay, but. Here's a disparity in the call. They're going to give the ball to Detroit. Bird steals it. Johnson, layup, Boston. One second left. Bird steals it and gets it to Johnson at the buzzer. Well, the uh, New York Jets and Giants are going to have to drop the New York from their name in this lawsuit from the state of New Jersey, apparently. <laughs> I always found that strange because in Washington, D.C., 
Um, they're now called the Washington football team, I think, or I don't know anymore. But they used to be called the Redskins, Washington Redskins. But they played in Hyattsville, Maryland, or some place like that in Maryland. I forget where it was because it was the same place I used to go to the Planet Fitness. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, this is not D.C. But anyway, <laughs> who cares? Um, what's even funnier is I think Elon Musk's mother is going to be the sports <laughs> the sports illustrated swimsuit cover model at the age of 74. Not that I care, but I think it's kind of funny. Like, can this guy be in the news anymore? Is it like humanly possible? Like, I mean, but is she on the cover because she's Elon Musk's mom? I mean, why else would she be on the cover? You know, I you can't find like Jane Fonda. I get Dolly Parton. I can name a hundred old celebrity people that are way way more well known than she is. I never even heard of this woman before, <laughs> but who cares? And the U.S. men's and women's team, they apparently have came to an agreement. And the women's team is going to get paid the same as the men's team, it looks like. Or in some kind of new deal. Um, I'm sure there's all kind of fine print and stuff. But I guess that's a move in the right direction. They were fighting with that. I mean, that's something else. Like, you keep it in the news, sometimes people will finally change. Because that's been in the news for, like, years. How about you take the next story, Mr. Jesse, and pop news. How about that? All right, let's go. This is Hollywood. The most famous, the most glamorous place in the world. It's a place of dreams, hopes, and riches, and its streets are filled with the studios, homes, and landmarks that are monuments to its greatness. Let's go Hollywood backstage and see this unique and fascinating place called Hollywood. What does Hollywood look like? Well, starting from Hollywood and Vine, you're within walking distance of the famous Capitol Tower. It looks like a stack of records. There's the Hollywood Bowl, where you can enjoy the finest music in the world. Well, Mr. Jesse, apparently Britney Spears, it looks like they might have had a miscarriage. Did you hear about this? Oh, my. Are you playing something over there, too? I was. I didn't see you were going to play it. I was like, why am I here twice? <laughs> I figured you would play your lucky song. You love this song. I love this song. Yeah, so in sad pop news, Britney Spears, who announced last month that she was pregnant with her fiancé, has lost uh, what they call their miracle baby, unfortunately, to a miscarriage. Because she's a little bit older, and she said she wanted to have more children, so I mean, it this is probably what... is sad for her. She was fighting for this for years, so she said. It, it is sad. I mean, the, the two kids she does have is with um, Kevin Federline, mm-hmm. who's a ba- he was a backup dancer, I believe. I think he was a backup dancer, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's sad because Brittany has wanted to expand her family, and she just had her conservatorship removed mm-hmm. not too long ago from her father. Um, hopefully they will try again, but it is, it is sad to hear that, you know, anytime someone wants to have a family and something like this happens, uh, never, never cool news. But in other news, uh, Camila Cabello calls for more mental health conversation in, in the Latino community. I am definitely a fan of Camila Cabello. Um, her along with, uh, Selena Gomez have been constantly, uh, promoting the you know the issues that they deal with with you know celebrity stardom and making it more you know tangible to people to understand mm-hmm. that even telling their story yeah, like even, we do we, even you know, celebrities even if you, know, you only share a little bit of your story it's it's more than a lot of people give and everybody everybody thinks they're so different and unique but a lot of us have the same struggles that everybody else does and once people start talking about it a little bit more it becomes more normal and it's not as scary to 
you know, tell somebody you got a little something going on and you need a little help or a break. I think we are more receptive and respectful of people in their unique situations than we ever have been before. Yeah, and another Latina that's um, definitely, uh, you know, been pushing the momentum for mental health is Selena Gomez, mm-hmm. who who's, you know, been diagnosed with having bipolar disorder, disorder and having huge anxiety issues to the point where she was dehabilitating, couldn't go on stage. And these are some of the things that you don't really associate with celebrities. You think their their lives are perfect. Mm-hmm. But once you can humanize an issue and, you know, let people know that, you know, this is something you can talk about. It's like, you know, anybody that has cancer, you wouldn't make them feel bad for having cancer. It's the same thing for people that have, you know, mental health issues. It's something that should be talked about. It should be something that, you know, we try and help people get you know, treatment to, to deal with their issues. It's not just something, Hey, I hope you feel better. And, you know, I mean, and hope that it goes away because that's not an issue. It's a lot of stuff that, you know, involves therapy may involve, you know, medication Mm -hmm. may involve just taking some, you know, personal time off to really just, you know, take the stress out of your life to really, you know, be able to manage a lot of the mental health issues that we go through in society. It's amazing what a little break will do, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, with social media, it's, it's so hard for younger people to to really deal with a lot of these issues because this whole narrative you know of people lives being perfect on on Instagram and you know and TikTok but it's really not and nope. I really commend stars like you know uh, Selena Gomez and Camila Cabello that are really pushing for a movement to where mental health awareness is at the top of the ticket because it's so important that we address those issues and not just wait for people to commit suicide like what is mm-hmm. it the the, the the mother that passed away. You know, oh, um, the Judds. Uh, what is it, Judds? Winona Judd. Winona, yeah, the, the mother, the Judd that passed away mm-hmm. because she's been dealing with mental health for a long time, depression, and she finally lost her life to you know suicide for mm-hmm. mental health disorder. It's just something that so many people deal with, um, and they're forced to cover it up and deal with in private when. It really should be an issue that is an open conversation for people and no one should be afraid uh, of seeking help and there should be unlimited amounts of resources for people to get the help that that works for them. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, someone that had a little bit of a mental health issue, I think, back in the day, but looks like they've got it together is Kelly Osbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I don't, you know, she didn't have it all quite together, but who does when they're that age? And you're thrust into the spotlight and you're one of the most famous families on the world. It looks like she's got it together now. I think she's, and she married to, is she married to one of the guys from uh, Good Charlotte or something like that? Who, who is this person you're talking about? Kelly Osborne. the Osborne. No, on now. no, she's not married to. She's not? No. Well, she's apparently announced that she's, uh, she's, she's married to, let's see, is this DJ, DJ Sid Wilson. Yeah, I was looking for that. That's definitely not a... Yeah, definitely not. Well, congratulations, Kelly Osborne. That's, you know, whatever. That, that'd be good if they had a new show, like Kelly Kelly and her baby. They were That was a good show, so right? Been, I enjoyed so it. So apparently this article says they've been friends for over 23 years. Yeah, 23 years. years. Hey, the, sometimes the best relationship is a friendship. Mm-hmm. Do you like marshmallow, Jesse? Not the not the candy, the the, the DJ apparently. I do like both, actually. <laughs> I don't really couldn't tell you a marshmallow song right now if you tell me you'd pay me a million dollars. But you say that about anything in pop music. It's so true though for this one. Very true. Actually, no. That one song I do like by him, Happier. Is is he happier? Yeah, <laughs> happier guy. Is that the happier? Yeah, that guy. I want you to be happier. I want you 
I like it. I like it. Well, apparently Marshmallow was showing his face, and he's pretty cute, Jesse. You see Marshmallow? I have not. Click this article and um, scroll down, and you'll see uh, apparently Marshmallow is uh, appearing to confirm his identity as the fans show their thirst. He looks just like, I don't know, like a little kid, like 22-year-old, maybe. Mm-hmm. He's got like kind of highlights. You see the pictures? The pink hair, yeah. Yeah, kind of pink hair. Some tattoos, but it looks just like a normal person you'd see, like a normal college-looking kind of kid, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> and okay, we got to talk about this. I haven't watched this, but um, it's possible the Saturday Night Live might have went too far <laughs> with their Amber Heard Johnny Depp um, skit, and I haven't heard about it, but I want to watch it with you. When you watch it with me, let's go. All right, let's watch this. We love this girl. and you're watching MSNBC News because you have nowhere else to place your anger. Tonight, <laughs> political fall on the recent January 6th subpoenas, updates on the Russian helicopter taken down by Ukraine, plus a nationwide shortage of baby formula. But we start, of course, with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard cuckoo trial. <laughs> Look, I know it's not the most pertinent story of the moment, but with all the problems in the world, isn't it nice to have a news story we can all collectively watch and say, Ooh, glad it ain't me. I thought so. We take you now to live coverage. Mr. Depp, <laughs> earlier in this trial, you mentioned that Miss Heard left fecal matter in your bed. That is correct, yes. And how did that make you feel? I felt very, very sad. <laughs> Objection. Your Honor, we've been through this. There's no actual proof that this ever happened. Sustained. Where are you going with this, Counselor? Well, Your Honor, we've recently found surveillance footage of the House staff discovering the alleged fecal matter on Mr. Depp's bed. Oh. Word? Objection. That still wouldn't prove my client is guilty of anything. That's true. But I'll allow it, because it does sound fun, and this trial is for fun. <laughs> what? It's so true. Thank you, Your Honor. Uh, Mr. Depp, can you tell us who that is? Well, that's my property manager, Leonard Green. I guess he's doing a routine check around the house. Yeah, man. You know she cut that joker's finger off, right? <laughs> if I'm lying, I'm flying. Uh, hold on a second. <laughs> Okay. You have it. They found the dookie. Objection. All right, I don't have any more of that, but I, like, it is true. Like, I'm watching this trial, and I'm thinking, like, is there not more things going on in the world? And what are they arguing over? If somebody pooped in the bed, or if it was a dog or not? This trial has been going on for like a month, I think, Jesse. And it's not even over for another week. I'm over it already. I know. You see, you don't get into stuff like I wasn't like, into it from the beginning. It, with, it so. just amazes me, like how people get into stuff like this, but. What what actually is the case about? It's just like she wants money. I don't even know who Amber Heard was until this started. She looks like that girl that's the Olsen sister. I thought that that's who it was, to be honest, from the Wanda show. You know the Wanda show on Disney? Uh-huh. I thought it was her. I have no idea who she is. 
All right, well, also, Netflix is going to be adding a live stream option for talent, stand-ups, comedians, and things like that to add more spice to their platform. What do you think about that? Sounds horrible. I know, right? It's going to be like a YouTube or something? Uh, like TikTok? I don't know about that. That seems kind of... I don't know. That just seems like a silly thing for them to do, but... Somebody else that's silly is this Olivia Rodrigo girl that claims she has Cynthia, Synthesia, whatever, which is like you see colors when music is played. Please, bullshit. You just need, you just want to be in the news some more. And Bridgerton, they're coming back and they're going to focus on Penelope and Colin. And I think that's kind of interesting. I they're like going, those two characters, actually. They're too. Like, they're kind of little husky. They're, you know, they're they're different looking characters from all the other characters in the show. And I think she's the best, one of the best characters of the whole show, not to be a spoiler alert, but she she plays a very big part in the show. Yeah, so apparently Netflix uh, show third installment of Bridgerton will divulge and skip uh, Julia Quinn's book order and go straight to novel four, uh, which means we'll follow the love story between Penelope, uh, which is Nicola Coughlin, and the third oldest Bridgerton brother, Colin, who is Luke Newton. So it's kind of fun. I'm, I'm excited about this. No, actually. it's good. They're cute. Those are two of actually my more favorite characters. And then Black Mirror is returning. That That's a good show to watch. I like it because um, it's just every episode's different. You can just pop in. You don't have to know. It's kind of like a Twilight Zone for the modern era. And they, they I feel like they give you ways to think about things in a different way in like their art form and let you kind of like figure out the mystery yourself. I don't know. It's kind of unique. I don't know if you like that show as much as I do. I know it's one of my weird shows, but no, you like this guy, Jason Momoa. You think he's cute? He's all right. Uh, I'm not into him. He apparently got in trouble. I know we were shished in the Sistine Chapel, but apparently he had to apologize because he took a photo inside the Sistine Chapel at the Vatican. Jesse, bad, 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 Jason Momoa. (laughs) Took a lot of photos, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Whatever. It's just a, it's just a church. People relax. So I believe like the the. The reason why they ask you not to take photos is the flash. Is the flash. Yeah. So what difference if it's a phone then, you know? It's like, because the flash supposedly can hurt, like, artwork and stuff, so they say. Um, But, I mean, if you're using a cell phone, an iPhone, that's not hurting anything, you know? Well, it has a flash sometimes, too. Yeah, but who? But you don't want people. But you don't want people going in there assuming that their flash is off or having to figure it out for people. It's true. It's a Sistine Chapel. You got to preserve it. Yeah, whatever. I guess if we must. (laughs) You want to zip through some news, Mister Jesse? Please. Or should we take a little break? What should we do? I say we take a break. All right, you want to take a little break? Let's take a little break, and we'll be right back. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. All right, Mr. Jesse, you ready to zip through the rest of the news for today? Let's go. All right, let's go. Now, that's the kind of day when you can't open your mouth without a song jump right out of it. 
Well, we could be zipping right into some $6 gas coming soon, they're saying. Um, I mean, where does, it, where does it end? $9? $12? You know? Well, the gas recall is five fifty for premium, so I already feel like I'm there. Jeez. I know, when I bought my car and they were like, oh, you have to use that, that top-tier gas, I was like, oh, so what? Now I'm... Bad decision. Very bad decision. <laughs> and that baby formula, oh, we're working on it, people. It looks like that is a big news story, and Biden is working on it. Don't you think, Mr. Jesse? What can he do? I mean, he, so he's uh, declared an emergency... Uh, and so they can start making more baby formula. So that's it, around like they've, the wartime emergency act kind yeah, of they, thing? Yeah, they've allocated, you know, $26 million just past the house uh, for plans to not only solve the issue, but this long-term issues with baby formula. So the house is acting on that. So we'll see We'll see what happens. But I did put it. a note in here to ask you, are women and children, do you think, being overlooked? Like with the abortion and... Are, are, some, that's something that is a women's need, a children's need. These Are women and children just being overlooked, do you think, with all the other things that are going on in the world? And it's like a side thing. Now we're going back and, oh, whoops, we didn't pay attention. Or You mean the, or baby, it, the baby phone? Yeah, well, I mean, overlooked? everything is in general. Like, are, are women just kind of being, oh, that's not as important as other things are, you know? Well, I mean, I think with this, it also falls back to, you know, the Trump administration not allowing you know, certain products that cross the border without getting taxed heavily. And baby formula just has to be one of those products. If it came from Canada, uh, you know, it's jacked up 35% with, uh, with And it is made, at a, made from a prescription company. So it's like, I mean, is there a way that we can make baby formula through a food process that doesn't have to be through a pharmaceutical company? I don't know. Those are questions for other people, but... They should be asking them, and you should get the answers. Yeah, and Biden also approves a plan to redeploy several hundred ground forces into Somalia. Mm, that's a good idea. It's a disaster over there. Yep. And, and Netflix, they're altering their corporate culture in a memo saying, we support artistic freedom. And I love that about Netflix. You find some of the most interesting stuff. I watch so many things for 10 minutes. <laughs> but it's I might not want to finish it, but there's some really interesting foreign things on there. It's just very unique. Um, and I, I give them credit for trying to be that outlet for people that want to come work with them. They're going to push the barriers and let people be themselves. Yep. And driver rush to stop runaway car. Strangers work together. I think you have the video footage I of this. I do. This is amazing. Watch this. A busy intersection into oncoming traffic. The woman sprinting to help knows the driver. They work together. It's a big ma major intersection. Is seriously wrong. A Mazda. It's a medical emergency. They're going really the slow. The woman behind the wheel is slumped over the steering wheel. But the brave friend can't stop the major four-way intersection. You can see her waving frantically. A guy That's gets out. Perfect strangers come together. Another guy in a First white shirt. One, a military two. man comes over in a military Three. uniform. Four. Guy in a tank a top. Fifth. All hop out of their vehicles lady. to lend a hand. Together, they stop the car. Then they try to open the doors to reach the unconscious driver. A woman finds She's a, dumbbell, wait, in her a car dumbbell and gives it to one of the guys. And he uses it to smash a rear window and open the door. 911 calls start coming in. We have an elderly woman that is unconscious at the wheel. Is she breathing? Yes, she is breathing. There's a car. I think there's an incapacitated driver. They're trying to break into the car. The drama unfolded in Boynton Beach, Florida. The driver, Lori Rabior, a seamstress, 
says she took medication on an empty stomach. You never know, right? Dehydrated. That must be when I passed out because I hit a curb and then the car turned. Never know when track. it could be you. So it's always good to have some good Samaritans out there watching out for everybody else. Right, Mr. Jesse? It's always good to see these kinds of stories. I, I just don't think these stories are put in the news as often enough. We Sometimes we forget that there is some good people out mm-hmm. there. I agree. Were you ready for some healthy is hard, Mr. Jesse? Oh, it is so hard. It is so hard, especially with something that just came back out yesterday. Another beautiful day. Servicing the masses. Well, it is some weird food news, but it is food news all the same. Starbucks is covering abortion travel costs for their employees, keeping it in because that's the kind of world we're in nowadays where these companies have to do these things to be seen as progressive and legitimate and worldly. And they want to keep their market share up and they're going to do the right thing for what they think the public wants. And they'll let the government catch up. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool. And I, I can't help this other article because I eat this all the time. But, but maybe not the gummies, but Skittles, Starburst, and Lifesaver gummies are recalled over possible metal strips. No, right? So certain varieties of Skittles, Starburst, and Lifesaver gummies have been voluntarily recalled <laughs> over the possibility of a very thin metal strand embedded in the gummies or loose in the bag. That is uh, not Mars good. Mars Wiggly announced on Friday. So we just don't want that. Thank God I don't eat the gummies, but geez, I eat regular Skittles. Well, do you eat Arby's, Mr. Jesse? Uh, not too often, but yeah, you know what I mean? I kind of like Arby's, and you know what else I like more than Arby's? Is a goddamn milkshake. When you combine the two, you got a milkshake from Arby's. So what does that mean? You got a milkshake with pee in it, apparently. This oh. man- manager at Arby's was caught urinating in... The milkshake machine, people. Allegedly. Allegedly my ass. I'm sure he was. And you know, if this person's doing it, there's like hundreds of other little douchebags doing it all over the place. But whatever. We don't go to create places like that anymore because I got me a Ninja XL grill whatever thing and I make my own hamburgers at home. So big announcement today. Oh my God. Wait, is it breaking news, Mr. Jesse? This is breaking Breaking news. news. Breaking news, Justin. Feel free to turn your head and cough. What do we have from Taco Bell? Taco Bell, today is the day. The Mexican pizza is returning to Taco Bell menus nationwide Thursday, which is today. The fast food chain removed the popular menu item on November 5th of 2020. The pandemic wasn't hard enough as it was Mm. to leave for a lighter footprint on our planet. So Mexican pizza is making its long way to return to Taco Bell. What's this lighter footprint on our planet? Like the box, because our friend Tina went and got one today, and it looks exactly the same. The box is the same. They still didn't put the chives back on it. I remember back when they took the chives off because they like had an E. coli outbreak. They've had a disaster. The Mexican pizzas have been a disaster for like 20 years, but people love them. They're delicious. (laughs) Let's go get one. Can we get one tonight? Sure. So apparently uh, the Mexican pizza packaging accounted for over 7 million pounds of paperboard material that, per yeah, year. Yeah, that's what it in is. In the U.S. So apparently and it's that they, wax-coated shit that's not recyclable. 
Yeah, so I guess they're using some type of new material. Oh, so now. they are. Okay, good job. Yeah, yes. we'll see tonight. We'll let you know. We'll let you if know if they kinda... even have it. But I guarantee you, we will go and it's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. The Mexican pizza is sold out for today. Hmm. I will never return. We never got those Taco Bell fry things either, did we? The chicken fries that we wanted to get that one time. Yeah. So, so also apparently, DoorDash customers can now get two dollars off. One Mexican pizza with a minimum order of $12. Well, there you go. I do not like using DoorDash. No, if you, yeah, if you want to wait three hours for a cold-ass taco, go for that. All right, let's skip ahead. Let's go to some money, Mr. Jesse. Let's go. One million, two million, three million, four. Look, my bitch is all bad. My niggas all real. I ride his dick in some big tall hills. Big fat checks, big large bills. Burn out flip like 10 car wheels. Cold ass bitch. I give Ross chills. So apparently Madonna is uh Madonna has came out with her own NFT. Have you heard about this? No, I have not. So Madonna has uh it's like an image of her giving birth to a plant or some nonsense like that. <laughs> and she's created an NFT out of it. And um, here in Resorts World Las Vegas, the brand new Hilton Resorts World uh, Resort Casino, what, like pool? Well, they have everything over there, right? Resorts World, yeah, they have everything. They're uh, going to have the largest NFT debut. So apparently they're going to have some kind of like NFT convention here at Resorts World. Um, and it looks like it's going to be happening coming up soon. It actually might be happening right now. Yeah, so they're also, what they're going to do is, is they're going to debut the Farrah Fawcett Foundation uh, on their big screen. And it's going to be on display at Resort World from November 17th through the 23rd before this Farrah Fawcett, Farrah Fawcett NFT goes on sale. It says, this is the first time an NFT drop has been revealed on the Las Vegas Strip. And the NFT will be displayed on Resort World's... Okay, so the, the screen on the side, I get it now. Is okay. the NFT, yeah. Gotcha. So they're going to put it catch on the screen. Catch up now, catch up now. That's just so stupid, Jesse, but whatever. People like this stuff, so whatever, I'll talk about it. <laughs> All right, what else we got? Oh, something I like even better. We got Goodwill in the news again. This lady bought a painting at Goodwill for $32, and it turned out it was like worth a ton of money when she took it to an auction. Every time you roll your eyes at me when we go to Goodwill and look through stuff. When you bring back a million, I'll stop rolling my eyes. <laughs> it's good for props and stuff for, like, work and all. Well, this is something I thought about you. Um, nearly half of men are cutting their own hair at home. And I can maybe see it. Like, I'm having trouble keeping a hair person. They disappear. I don't know if they're moving back where they're from or what. What's happening? Like, I've had, like, five different haircut people since I've lived here. But I know you, you're not hair cutting your own hair anymore, or I'm not cutting you your hair stopped. anymore. You stopped taking my appointments. I was tired of you looking at me like I cut it all uneven or something. <laughs> Wasting my money now having to get a cut. Well, if you're cutting your own hair at home, hey, good job to you because that is saving a lot of money. These barbers, they be expensive. Yeah, but, it, but if you can afford a haircut or you just don't want to spend it and you actually graduated from college, 
You know, Walmart has a job for you. So Walmart is currently fast-tracking college grads to store manager, which roles that pay $210,000 a year. Good job, Walmart. I never thought I'd Hold be on, so sign into Walmart. Me, sign me up. Seriously. Where do I get this job at? I see them at Walmart, too. All they do is stand around in those little blue vests looking around. What do they even do? Like, when you ask for anything, they look at you like they don't work there. I mean... What in the world? It has to be a pretty easy job. I bet the computer system runs the whole store. <laughs> Remember we were in a, it wasn't a Walmart, but it was something else. And there was a, a machine just cruising through the store, cleaning the floors with no attendee at all. I thought it was so strange. Like yeah. a robot floor cleaning machine. Mm. I don't know, I'm reading the article now. All right, well, let's get into some world and politics news while we contemplate our new careers at the Walmart Supercenter stores. North Korea, they are finally admitting they got some of that COVID-19, Jesse. I see that. It seems like now, all of a sudden, they have like 2 million cases out of nowhere. Um, A news report I was watching earlier today was talking about just how strict it is there, and I wasn't aware. Um, But this reporter by CNN says that they actually have listening devices in every single home. And they can listen to every phone call, everything you're doing, and even have ways to listen in to the actual rooms of your home. So if anybody ever starts talking about anything negative, they just come in and arrest you right away. Isn't that crazy to think that? That's insane. I mean, we all have these little A things and G things and other A things (laughs) in our houses, and they listen to us all day, but like, I'm not worried about it. (laughs) She's on. She's turned off over here, so she can't respond. We say it way too often. But... The ruler, Kim Jong-un, he's blaming irresponsible workers. See, everybody blames somebody. That's how it works. Mm-mm-mm. Well, let's talk some more about abortion because we can't stop. Do you think this is going to backfire on them? Let's just do a simple, from what we saw last night, what's your opinion? Do you think this is going to go well for them? Or do you think this is going to spur spur people on the other side to march for their rights? You know, in, in my political view, um, I would say that a large majority of Republicans were pushing, you know, the ending Roe v. Wade, but they never actually thought it would happen. And now we're facing an actual reality where Roe v. Wade can actually be overturned and the repercussions are going to be massive. And the Republicans, I believe, are going to face a huge backfire for, mm-hmm. you know, stripping women of their rights, um, especially they, for so long, they've been, you know, anti-government, mm-hmm. you know, the government trying to do this. Well, now the government's trying to tell you what you can do with your body. Yeah. And we just and, came off like the whole, you so can't insane. mask me and everything. It's like. So you don't want to wear a mask and you don't want to wear silly. a vaccine, but she, a woman has to carry a baby. She doesn't want. So and, dumb. And if, and th- in many of these cases, in a lot of these states, even if a woman is raped, mm-hmm. raped or incest, they have to carry the child to term. 
is absolutely mind-boggling. Um, I, I think this is going to backfire. I think it's it's such a overstep of government uh, trying to tell women what they should do with their bodies and what's best for for them and what their doctor and physician decides for them is an overreach of government and it's something that needs to be de- dealt with swiftly and women are going to vote, vote, vote. Mm-hmm. Well, someone else that's out talking but mm, kind of talking out their ass is the Donald oh, Trump Jr. <laughs> so um, he's on record saying that why should Biden pay back all these student loans when all college kids did was go get drunk for four years? Well, that and was him. I'd like to know what he did. Seriously, and, and, and but I'm sure he went to college. You know, and it's let's like, be clear. I'm sure he, so, daddy paid for so it. So Joe Biden has already forgiven some student loans for people that went to fraudulent universities. Like the Trump. And just so happens that Trump University is one of those universities Boom, where students Biden. were refunded money for student loans for fraudulent universities. Boo so, again. If I was him, I'd keep his mouth closed. Seriously, what a douche. These people are all going to be gone soon anyway. It's so great. But from a negative, we like to do a positive on this side of the news. We got a dog trainer in Ukraine. He has rescued 35 German shepherds, Jesse. Hey. You got to have German shepherds. Who's going to do all the drug sniffing at the airport, right? The dog. The little little, uh, Jack Russell. Oh, I love that. He's the bomb sniffer. Yes. He can sniff a bomb. He can sniff a sack of... Something. Well, we need somebody to sniff Putin and figure out if he's got cancer because apparently the same person that gave us the Donald Trump P-tape information says that Putin does seriously have some kind of internal stomach cancer and that has to do with his decisions to kind of be a little dramatic. I don't know if that's the right... I mean, it almost is like a little kid acting out, right? In the worst kind of way. But to take it down to like just bare bare bones it just kind of seems like someone that hasn't gotten their way that's mad that the world isn't going the way they want it to go yeah but also keep in mind uh still uh, did compile the infamous trump russia dossier Mm -hmm. which has which has been discredited so take this information with a grain of salt who's you never know what you can believe it's real or not but i mean i guess everybody's looking for a reason why trump i mean putin is I get too confused. Trump, Putin. It's almost They're the same. so similar. It's almost the same person, right? <laughs> uh, I, I get too confused. My apologies. Yeah, um, it. It, makes, it makes sense, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, the next story says a Russian oligarch secretly recorded Putin saying he is very ill with blood cancer. So I'd say, you know, show me the bodies. Where's this recording? Um, I'd like to hear it. And then the golden arches, Jesse. McDonald's seeks to sell Russian businesses Gone. that is no longer... Tainable. Tenable. Tenable. That is one of those words, yeah. Tenable. I was like, tainable? Yeah, so like, yeah, it means it's like, they just that's an economics word. I, it means I, it's like, we can't make money here, you know, because it's like we have such a bad reputation, which makes sense, you know, it's like, I get it, you know. Yeah, so McDonald's is done with Russia after more than three decades of investment. It was a huge story, you know, when they came into Russia after the wall came down. Uh, the first McDonald's had over 100,000 people at its first location. Mm. It, it was the the you know incoming of western civilization and society to, mm-hmm. to to russia so mcdonald's pulling out is a huge huge thing happening. i think to putin like all of that stuff is like a negative he sees all of those progresses that a lot of people see as progress i think he sees them as negatives and he he wishes for the days of the empire and 
like the people here that wish for the days of the plantations so the the white man can finally be back on top again <laughs> when were they really like that's the thing like when were the white people that on top i just i don't really see that and i but i think that a lot of white people like to use minorities as an excuse for the way their life is going instead of just looking at themselves and saying hey i made bad decisions I could have made better decisions. Are we still talking about McDonald's? Well, in general. Oh, okay. <laughs> you went off on a tangent. I had to flip through to some stories like, did I miss something? Next one. <laughs> so Turkey. Turkey does not, not, not the, not not the, the Turkey sandwich. Thanksgiving, no. But the country, uh, his name is Ed, Edoran, right? Edoran? Edoran, yeah. He, um, I guess he's the it's prime political, minister. It's a political science word. Oh, is it? Is it, Mr. Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Well, um, he does not support this NATO ban of Finland and Sweden. Um, but again, somebody I was talking to today, it's like, so, Turkey yeah. doesn't seem to matter, I guess, for geopolitics as much as they would like to matter, right? Uh, I mean, it, they do matter in, 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 a, in a good sense, actually. Um, to who? To so Russia Tur- and China so, or to so, us more? So Turkey joined NATO in 1952. Um, and they have the second largest military in the 30-member alliance after the United States. So that's why they kind of matter. So are they, what's their side with Russia, China, us, you know, or is it just they're kind of, are they the new neutral? Do they want to be neutral now? Is that what it is? I mean, I, it depends. I don't know what the relationship with, with Sweden and Finland or what the gripe is. You would have to look at the article, but just some key points with... Well, from what I know, saw is they have yet to make an official determination or take a position, which seems like mm-hmm. they're trying to balance it out, you know? They may be thinking, you know, that they don't want to to get their hands dirty and deal with more Russian issues. So who's to say, you know, why Turkey is, is taking that position uh, but I guess time will tell. Time well, will tell. he has been on the record, Edoran, or whatever his name is, saying that Sweden and Finland are home to many terrorist organizations. And we've all heard those things before. Um, if those are the claims that are being made, then um, I'd say you might want to look at, turn the tables and look the other direction and see how it's really going. Because, um, you know, they're, 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 they're saying those things to distract you from the real things that are going on. But yeah, he's also referencing that uh, Greece entering into membership in 1952 was a huge mistake. Um, as you guys know or don't know, Turkey and Greece are longtime rivals that. and have fought in conflicts against one another, uh, even as NATO members. Hmm, I didn't know that. We're all learning. That's why I think this is fascinating. I mean, it's terrible what's happening, but when things like this happen, you should pay attention and you should look and. Be more prepared next time so you know when it happens to you what's going on. That's all we can really do and be prepared. Um, and someone that's reaching out, the Bernie Sanders, the meme maker. <laughs> I got his actually, uh, I, just, I just found a pin. There's a pin over there somewhere. I was playing with it earlier. I was just like, I don't know. I just like found a feel the burn pin. Um, we're talking about Latino outreach here recently. And in politics, it's all about knowing what people what people want and what makes them tick. Because you can't get somebody to vote for you if they don't have any of you drive to go out and vote, right? Yeah, this article is, is a little bit older. This is when Bernie actually ran in the primary. Well, but period. he's still at the same things matter. You're going no, out to but, the community. You're reaching out to people. You're you're talking to them. You're seeing what they're 
problems are and trying to make mm-hmm. them feel that you understand. Mm-hmm. Before the white man cut off the Latino person that was actually going to discuss. Uh, you didn't seem Latino. like you were prepared. I, so was, I was going to. Sense. I was just going to say Go that. Ahead. I was just referencing that this article was from 2020 that you oh, put yes, in my, yes, yes. my newsfeed. What I was going to say is that that he was the first candidate to actually invest early in in the primary and outreach to the Latino community. And what does that mean? What does what does outreach mean? Yeah, you know I mean, so mm-hmm. his political state advisor Chuck Rocha uh, invested. Like? Yeah, who, who's it's not even that the person is a genius. That he's actually there's actually been a, a Latino person in a position of power that says, "Hey, if you don't wait to the last four weeks to try and earn <laughs> these people's support, and you actually spend some money like you do with other." ethnicity groups including white voters hey guess what they might actually support you and so you guess what they the science proves that if you spend money on on media ads if you knock on doors if you have community Mm -hmm. events if you find organic ways that actually resonate with communities like having a loteria night which is you know, a very, you know, Latino thing to do. What is that? If what is that? It's 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 a game that people play as a kid. I played it as a kid myself. Loteria? Loteria. Loteria? Yeah. Like a lottery? It's just like, it's like a, a bingo, but oh, instead like of bingo. having the numbers, it's like little words that are in Spanish. Hmm. Um, and they had soccer tournaments and they, you know, I mean, they had little music festivals. I mean, things so, that are fun so that people so would many, actually come and enjoy. So many things that are actually very organic in the Latino community. Mm-hmm. They made them more political. And what would you know that the results actually proved mm-hmm. to show that Bernie not only went up, you know, from twenty percent to seventy percent uh, in Latino communities and left not only as as Bernie Sanders but as Theo Bernie, which is Uncle Bernie, you know, after Theo. he left. I love it. Well, Bernie is doing something right. He's been around forever. And there's no reason you can't look at the playbook of someone else and take some of their tricks. You know, look at Donald Trump. Some of his tricks are good tricks. You just got to use them for good, not evil. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. How about some weird science, Mr. Jesse? Let's go. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? Well, these smart glasses, they are going to be the new wearable. They've been talked about for years. The Apple Watch, you know, everybody has an Apple Watch now. It's, an, it's old school. Now everybody wants glasses. Um, and glasses are more popular with the rise of Warby Parker and all these other cheaper lens and frame makers. You see a lot more people wearing glasses looking like the Silver Fox Anderson Cooper nowadays than you used to, right? Neo Anderson. Neo Anderson. He, I think Anderson. He brought back the glasses. He made glasses cool again. But um, Google and Apple might be making glasses even cooler as Google teases their smart glasses prototype. Um, Apple's doing something similar. But there's going to be all kinds of privacy issues if these ever do come to market. Um, you can already just imagine now what people might say about something that's inconspicuously on your face that could look any direction and also be recording or taking photos at the same time but i mean if you can look in that direction why shouldn't you be able to take a photo in my opinion i think it's similar to like a dash camera if in a car 
Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about in situations where there needs to be privacy, like a locker room at a gym, mm-hmm. uh, the showers at a gym. That's true. Um, there's plenty of situations where you know privacy. I don't wear my glasses when I take a shower, though. But I'm not a. I don't wear glasses that often. But I'm not so saying. Like, I'm not saying that you do oh, but people may is what i'm saying yeah, we get all to, foggy it'd be all to, fogged up to, to catch footage that's the problem we're discussing privacy mm-hmm. well there'll be lawsuits i'm sure there'll be lawsuits well, speaking about lawsuits uh-huh. a mother sues tiktok after not the daughter, tiktok jesse yeah, after her daughter dies following the blackout challenge oh my god not the tiktok i'm not quite sure what the blackout challenge is me either One, two, three o'clock four o'clock rock five six seven o'clock eight o'clock rock 10, I think the blackout challenge is like we were doing that when we were kids. Like, yeah, so you hold I, each other, right? It, you kind of put your arms across and you kind of squeeze somebody until they pass out. Well, the challenge is not that you squeeze somebody, but it encourages social media users to try and hold their breath oh. until they pass out. Who hasn't ever done that? Like, you know, it's like it's silly. You can't sue TikTok for that. What an idiot. Mm. Well, Texas has declared open season on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube with some new censorship laws. There's going to be things you can't do on certain platforms now if you're living in a certain city. Um, I don't really know what these things are. Um, I don't know. I can't think of a law that would affect Twitter or Facebook that would affect me in my life. But um, I don't know. It says Texas residents can now sue Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube for allegedly censoring their content after federal peers court sides Wednesday. Okay, so this is so, you uh, so can sue me, Facebook if they censor you. So people are still mad that when when they were censored when they said, you know, Windex didn't cure COVID. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, That's what it is. Okay, yeah. So so if you if they if Facebook ever censored you, you can be like in your face, Facebook. You can try to sue them. Yeah, see how well, well what's going to happen? Dude, those states are just not going to have. Stupid. They're going to geotag that whole state and not have Facebook or Twitter there. Yeah, because the next story says some fun social media filters are now banned in Texas and Illinois. There we go. Uh, Meta, the company obviously that owns uh, Facebook. They've turned off AR filters. Was it alternative reality filters? Is that what it is? Yeah. In two states after they accused the company of misusing facial recognition technology. Mm. So that's interesting. Um, so some face filter, uh, some filters may still be available, but this is an interesting world we're in right now, I think. It's just interesting what we're going to have to decide what is necessary to be laws and what are things that just should be just left to people to police on their own. Like this Johnny Depp thing, this whole trial, it's like, what a waste of fucking money. Like, it's not hurting anybody. It was also silly. They look like two idiots up there arguing, like two little high schoolers that got into a spat at the high school prom or something. <laughs> but back to science, Jesse. A black hole. They found a black hole, and it's not in my heart. <laughs> so a black hole at the center of the Milky Way galaxy pictured a NASA's event horizon telescope. The photo, which shows an oval-shaped void surrounded by a bright ring of glowing gas is only the second image ever captured of the black hole. And it's the first image of the Milky Way's supermassive black hole revealed Thursday, providing the first direct visual evidence of the gentle giants. And it lies, did you guys know, at the center of our galaxy. Oh, look at that. It says Sagittarius A is about 27,000 light years away and is 4 million times more massive than the sun. Well, look mm-hmm. at that. I find space and stuff. I love Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like, the, um, he's 
so good when he explains like that stuff. It just like it makes you feel like you can actually understand it. He doesn't use all these fancy ass words. Just breaks it down. I like it. Those are science words. Science. <laughs> all right, Jesse. How about some Mad Money with Bad Bunny? Let's go. My mission is simple: to make you money. I'm here to level the playing field for all investors. There's always a bull market somewhere, and I promise to help you find it. Mad Money starts now. From this picture came, uh, is where came my name, you know, Bad Bunny, because I was, I don't look mad, but I know that I was mad. I was mad, you know, I was trying to smile like Yeah, that didn't work. With the basket full of eggs. Yeah. No. You were an actual Bad Bunny. Yeah. And that's where it had See? So I got my uh, NFT stories mixed up, Mr. I know, Jesse. I, I knew that already. <laughs> so here we go. Here's our Madonna NFT. So Madonna releases a 3D image model of her vagina giving birth as NFT art. So there we go. There's that. If you if you if you always wanted to see some Madonna vagina, um, here you go. Uh, it's a really weird picture. Um, I don't know why anybody would ever want this, but it's unique and it's definitely, I mean, it's the best thing Madonna's put out in years. I'm just saying all her songs are trash. Oh God. She says, starting from a small seed, always pushing against the resistance of the earth, the endless weight of gravity. How do you not like Madonna? I don't like her okay, but her new stuff is just, please, you know the new stuff is trash. All that new, this is good. All the new songs are just horrendous, just horrendous. Anyways, before we lose every single gay listener we have, <laughs> crypto investors panic during a market bloodbath. I will lose my home, someone said. I'm so glad we cashed out on crypto Crypt- a while crypto ago. Crypto investors panicked on Thursday as Bitcoin plummeted to its lowest price in more than a year, and other cryptocurrencies endured even worse sell-offs. Victim of the bloodbath, which comes amid a broader stock market route, range from billionaire crypto titans who run leading marketplaces such as Bitcoin and Binance mm. uh, to lowly retail investors who have poured their life savings into crypto currency. So here's so, one of them. The next story is one called City Crypto. Apparently lost 95% of its value. Crazy. So you got rid of all your crypto, right? I did. Hmm. Several U.S. cities are noticing city-based cryptocurrencies they once promoted as a solution to many of their municipality problems are now in the toilet. So, like, they were claiming this was going to be the solution to all their problems. Apparently, like, why would they ever think that? You know, it's, this is such a get-rich-quick scheme. It's, it's, it reminds me of, like, back in, like, the 90s when everybody was trying to sell vitamins. It went around, like, my parents' circle of friends that were like, oh, yeah, don't you want to be a vitamin salesperson? You're going to be a millionaire. Yeah, another There's news, always something. JetBlue launches a hostile takeover bid for Spirit Airlines. Oh goodness! So well, that's interesting. Spirit yeah, so is um 
they don't have the best reputation, that's for sure. No, so JetBlue originally offered $33 a share, a deal that Spirit's board declined in favor of an earlier plan to merge with Frontier Airlines. Spirit CEO said JetBlue was putting misinformation into the market. Mm. Well, looks like we're going to get some cheap flights coming up pretty soon with all these airlines and um, these new airlines that have come out that we were talking about earlier. Um, and then... And then this, I mean, it can't stay, the prices can't stay this high forever. People will get burned out after probably a summer of going places after they were clogged up for a while. And then prices will settle down. It'll be fine. People are always complaining about California, but Mm -hmm. currently California governor unveils a historic $97.5 billion surplus. We're not, I know you guys expected me to say deficit, surplus. So California is entering the next budget year with a record wow. surplus of nearly $100 billion. That means they have more money than they've spent? I thought like they were spending yeah. so much money. How'd they do that? Well, we got a lot of government funding that came into a lot of our states and some good investing. So Newsom unveiled the revised budget plan for just over $300 billion for the next fiscal year, the highest in state history, and fueled by surging tax revenues, the state has collected $55 billion more in taxes than officials expected in January, leaving it with an estimated $97.5 billion surplus. Hmm. That means Newsom, a Democrat, has tens of billions of dollars to spend on new and existing initiatives, and he seeks re-election in the fall. I think he'll win. I mean, that whole thing to get rid of him was such a joke. People, People like him. I think he stayed in the news just enough to make people feel comfortable, tried to explain everything every step of the way. I think he did a good job. Yep, and he said his first goal is uh, to help with, uh, Californians re- have relief from inflation. People good are feeling the deep job. stress and anxiety, and he plans to tackle those issues. Do it. Well, from one good guy to a bad guy that's no longer in power anymore, let's get into some North Carolina news, Mr. Jesse. Let's go. It's Silly South in the news. If y'all ever come to North Carolina, folks, y'all better uh, y'all better have your ducks in a row and uh, be prepared to not be amazed. Y'all be cool, stay classy. I love everywhere in the world but North Carolina. Y'all got a special, special spot in my heart. Y'all crazy. Y'all fit right in here. Love y'all. If I didn't live here, I'd move, wouldn't you? Well, somebody that might need to move out of just embarrassment is this Madison Cawthorn, Jesse. He lost, and he went down in flames. It was just terrible. Just terrible, wasn't it? I think it's hilarious. Like, what was his, um... The guy that ran against him was just, like, a state senator, right? Or, uh... Something like that. Wasn't he, like, a state senator? I believe he was. Um, but he won pretty, pretty, um, decisively... And then my favorite part was the the concession kind of concession speech he gave. He mentioned Trump's name twice within like a 30 second speech. (laughs) It was something like, you know, I got to stand up for everybody like Donald Trump stands up for you. And, you know, they just try to bring me down just like Donald Trump said they would. (laughs) It was something like that. But all right. Well, I mean, this guy, maybe he's a nice guy. Maybe he's super great guy. But he was not he's not right to be representing the state of North Carolina or any other state, um, he'll probably get a job on one of these silly, like, um, right wing OAN or one of those stupid news networks nobody pays attention to, 
or go to be like a OnlyFans star, like you said. <laughs> and then also what we had, there was a dump truck driver, Jesse, in North Carolina that fell asleep at the wheel and crashed into a Charlotte Mecklenburg uh, school bus Ugh. and injured How, 14 students. Out of all the students. things you crash into, you really a school right. bus? Right. And I mean, that just kind of shows that like people are driving these trucks when they shouldn't be and they're too sleepy and they're overworked and um that's just not safe for anyone when you have people on the road like that that have all this machinery and it's so powerful and they're just not paying attention mm. can it's we get good. can we get one more applause for uh congressman cawthorn getting voted out in the primary <laughs> <laughs> i know right he is a big douche where's my applause yay <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> All right, Mr. Jesse, what else we got for the day? Let's see. Should we, we wrap have, it up? We have the hip-hop wrap-up. Oh, all right. I feel like Elon Musk is in every story almost that we're doing today. It's kind of funny. How he's like been able to... It's like abortion and Elon Musk. <laughs> all right, you ready to wrap it up, Mr. Jesse? Mm-hmm. All right, let's wrap it up. All right, what well, today on the Broken Hip Hop Wrap Up, Snoop Dogg says, you know what? I'm just going to buy Twitter, bro. And uh, in some random tweets, Snoop Dogg lays out this wild plan about how he's going to buy uh, Twitter instead of Elon Musk a couple days ago. Yeah, and Snoop Dogg <laughs> actually has a plan for the board. It's right hilarious. Now. I he's going to replace the board of directors with Jimmy from the Corner Fish Fry, Fish Fry <laughs> Tommy Chung, and that guy with the ponytail on CNBC. And the first line of business it. is free internet on the airplanes because you want $20 for an hour is bullshit. Ridiculous. <laughs> hmm. Well, Snoop Dogg, let's see what you can do. Maybe you can run this shit better than Elon Musk can. But my thing is, like, who really cares about Twitter? I really don't think people care. I think this was just, like, a big publicity stunt to get Twitter talked about in the news again. Really, I mean... Don't be messing I, with I don't think people are using Twitter. I do think most of those uh, users are bots and whatever. That's just the thing. Twitter's not fun. It's super boring. Uh... All right. Well, if you stuck it out for the whole show today, we appreciate it so much. We want you to check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, Breaker, you can ask that Alexa or whatever G thing you have at your house. Just ask it to play the Doctor Whoever Project. You can always find the video on our Facebook page. And also, the live video will be on the Spotify app. Everywhere else, you'll just get the regular show like normal. So we're not going to have to post it twice anymore. It's a little bit easier. And always, DrWhoever.com to find anything you've missed. You got anything else, Mr. Jesse? No, have a good one, guys. Go get yourself a Mexican pizza. Get that Mexican pizza. They ain't leaving till six in the morning. So what you gonna do? I got a pocket full of rubbers in my homeboy's do too. So turn off the lights and close the doors, but lots of men.
like I'm crazy, but then they know this right here is me. And then I give them the peace. I'm out. All right, don't forget to follow us everywhere. Check out DrRiver.com. Later, peace out. See ya, bye. Later.